everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. I have someone who has changed her money story, who's manifesting money, and also uh, just living an overall better life. Her name is Jenny Phillips, and she's here to tell us her story. Welcome, Jenny. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Cassie? I'm fantastic. I love your story, and I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Good. I always start here. What's your old money story? Like, where did you sort of come from in terms of money? What was going on before you joined Manifest 10K? You know, money has always kind of been a stressful subject for me. Like, I kind of grew up in a really big family. My my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My um, dad worked for the state. We had a lot of kids. And so, you know, it was kind of something that we didn't always know at the end of the month, you know, whether there was going to be payday hadn't had come and whether we were going to be having enough food. I mean, I remember times when we would have, you know, tomato juice with macaroni floating in it because we were two days to payday and there wasn't enough money. So I think I learned really young that um, if I wanted money, I had to work for it. And um, money was kind of always like a struggle. Like I started babysitting when I was eight so that I could, you know, provide for myself and buy school clothes that I wanted. And I wanted to play the flute. And so I started babysitting and saved babysitting money for years to be able to play an instrument when I went into seventh grade. So my money story was very much you got you can have anything you want. And, but you have to work hard. And so my life has kind of been chase, chase, chase and always worrying when you know, the cash cow was going to run out and I was going to lose everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I've, I've always been able to make really good money. I've had a good career, but it's always been about work, 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 work. Like, you know, if, if work's available, I'm going to do it. And I give up everything in order to make sure that I have money plus some to spare. And then, you know, not really watching where that money goes though, because every time I would open up my bank account and kind of look at the picture, it would be overwhelming and scary for me because it never seemed to work on paper. Or if it did work on paper, I still had that idea. You never know when this is going to run out. So you're not going to have enough. So don't look at it too closely. Just kind of make sure you overall know what's coming in and overall what's coming out and that you don't spend more than you make and always make more, you know? So, Mm, yeah, that's a big deal. And I think a lot of people listening to this show can relate. Like that's a typical story. We, you know, there's things that went on early on. It's like you, I love how you said it. I mean, luckily it's changing. We're going to talk about that, but it's like, you can have whatever you want. You just have to work really hard for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a good value to have, but I don't think it needs to be that difficult because I think when you have that concept, in in a way, you never, ever really have enough ever, right? And you don't necessarily appreciate what it is you have because instead of sitting in that place of gratitude, you sit in that place of, 
I never know when I'm going to lose all of this. So don't love it too much just in case you lose it, then, you know, you're not going to be too disappointed, you know? And so it just kind of becomes this negative spirally place that you sit in. And for me, it created a ton of anxiety, a ton, you know, I just never really wanted to look at money and I wasn't really willing to invest in 401ks or anything like that because I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money tomorrow. So I better have this money liquid and easy to access. And so it's kind of like I've, you know, worked hard and made good money, but I haven't really prepared for the future just because I couldn't look at money without getting into anxiety overload. Oh, that's such a good, um, just good that you're sharing, you know, because that's what happens, right? When people get in overwhelm and they don't even want to look at it, it is like there's, I can't prepare for the future because I don't know what's going to happen today. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so tell us like, how did you, why did you decide to join manifest 10 K? You know, I think in the beginning it was more like, you know, I mean, I, I believe in the law of attraction and I've had some success with that in other areas of my life. And, um, I had listened to you on um, the blended family podcast where you talked about using the law of attraction to make a blended family successful. And I just love the ideas that you had. And so that's kind of where I got turned on to you and, um, you know, started reading some of your books and then started kind of considering the possibility, like, you know, maybe my money story doesn't have to be like this you know, and considering the possibility that maybe it doesn't have to be this huge anxiety producing thing for me forever. So initially it was more like trying to consider, is it possible for me to change this money story? Is it possible for me to think about this differently? Is it possible for money to be something that I enjoy the process of it all rather than being constantly stressed and anxious about it because anxiety has been a huge deal in my life and money has been, I would say, primarily the biggest source of that for me. Oh, that's, I love that you share that because that is probably the beginning step that I likely forget to share because I don't think I've ever shared that. It's like consider the possibility that this could be different. Yeah. Is there a possibility? Yeah. And so for me, it was a little bit of curiosity. And then it was just like, you know, I, I think it's possible that I can change this. And for me, I loved the whole idea that it was step by step. You know, it, it gave me something that I could do every day that didn't take a lot of time that could start transforming that and making it different for me. And so, um, it was really good for me because I, you know, I can commit to programs and, And so having that daily assignment was really, really good to get me thinking differently and practicing differently. And so I, I have really, really, really loved the program and, you know, it's helped my anxiety quite a bit. That's awesome. So do you mind sharing about that? Because you really thought maybe focusing on money would create more anxiety, which I think is a, that's valid. It's a valid wonder. Yeah. Well, I think for me, it, like some of the things were kind of fun because instead of being that whole, having that whole stressful mindset toward it, it was like the, the activities of, you know, if you had $10,000, what would you spend it on? And I just wouldn't ever like think like that before because for me coming from that lack place, you know, I was always thinking of, well, I'll never have enough. So just don't spend it because you never know when it's going to run out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so being able to approach it, well, like, well, if I have this money, what would I do? And then, you know, the activities where you practice just 
exercising gratitude for what's already in your life and just seeing little things like seeing pennies as a gift you know that whole that whole mindset shift was so much um, it was so informative for me because you know to think of it so differently instead of thinking about well I've got to worry about all of the big things thinking you know what a penny is is a lot because pennies turn into dollars and dimes and so appreciate everything and then just like looking at you know spending that time opening up my budget and looking at it and saying am I spending my money on things that I really really value and really really love and so looking at it in um, kind of the abundance mentality in the it's possible to think differently about it was such a shift for me because I hadn't thought about money like that forever you know yes it just was it transformative for me because i was thinking of it differently and practicing it differently and so that was you know probably the most transformative thing for me was to look at it differently and realize that a lot of my anxiety and i kind of knew this already but a lot of my anxiety is based on my thoughts but sometimes when you're in anxiety overload you really don't know how to get out of it but here I had these exercises that I could use. I could play my happy playlist or I could dream about, okay, I have $10,000 to spare. What would I do with it? Having little activities like that that were like a, something different to do when I was feeling anxious could stop that cycle and put me in that upward spiral rather than the downward spiral that sometimes is really hard to break when you're in the middle of it. Yes, I love that. Um, so good and so important because it just takes that um, little bit of getting getting out of it, seeing it differently. Yes. Yeah. So good. And I always love, like, that was my intention of the course. So it's really fun for me when someone, you know, tells me that back, like, this is what happened because yep. I wanted it to be that just kind of little nudges of looking at it differently instead of trying to, I think everybody just, when most people try and change this, they just like dive right in the middle. Um you know, kind of like when someone decides they're going to work out for two hours a day and they haven't worked out for three years. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You know, and I think the thing I loved too is that like you didn't have to focus on all of the negative beliefs that you had necessarily and where they came from. You basically just said, well, okay, what do I want to believe about money? What do I want to believe about how it can come easily or how, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be this hard process. And so that was kind of fun because I think sometimes when you're trying to say, well, why do I believe this way? And you're trying to go back to the past and fix all of that stuff. It gets laborious and you don't necessarily think about it rather than just saying, well, what do I want to think? And how do I start stepping into the, the person who thinks that way now? Yes. And so it was fun. Like the process was fun. And I think it, it made it so that instead of wanting to give it up after two days because it just felt like, oh, I don't want to sit and dive into all of the reasons why I messed up or why I'm anxious about it, I just started doing something differently. And that was really a, an essential part, I think, for me. I love it. Me too. Cool. And what happened along the way? Like, tell us what was really awesome. Things came into your life. Oh, yes, seriously. So one of the things that I have totally loved the most um, about the whole process, I love scripting. Scripting for me is so much fun and so transformative. And actually, that's one of the things that if I'm really feeling anxious, I can do almost immediately and I can script something different and I can get myself into that emotion pretty quickly. 
And so um, when, um, when I started scripting and I kind of realized the benefit of that, um, I started scripting. So I dated my fiance now for two years and um, both of us have been married before and, and, you know, it's kind of scary when you've been married before to know whether you want to get married again. And, and I kind of wanted to be married. He wasn't quite sure where he wanted. And so I just started scripting what it was going to be like when we were married, you know, what it was going to feel like, what it was going to be like. And in the middle of the program, my sweetheart proposed, we went to Jamaica together mm -hmm. and he proposed. And so that's kind of an exciting, fun thing. And I spend time scripting what it's going to be like in our relationship, you know, what our relationship yeah. is going to feel like to take these law of attraction principles and to use that to keep ourselves feeling good about the relationship and using those skills that keep that relationship healthy long-term so that we can have, you know, this relationship that lasts versus ever going through the pain of divorce again and dragging our kids through that. So that was fun. Yeah. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> We're very, very excited. So exciting. And yeah. then we also, um, started as I started looking at, you know, finances and thinking, okay, well, I need to think about what we're going to do for the future. We both kind of just kind of in a fluke at the same time, just said, Hey, you know, I got to start thinking about my future. And I'm thinking, well, 401k or what do I want to do? And, and I kind of always thought about real estate and, and, but was kind of scared to make that jump. And so he and I both kind of independently and at the same time said, Hey, I think I'm going to get a piece of real estate to start building, you know, a future with retirement. And we kind of like at the same time said, well, wow, well, why don't we just kind of do it together? Which at the time we weren't engaged. So it was a little bit of a, do you commit to something like this to someone you're not necessarily going to be married to or whatever, but we were like, well, let's just do it. And so we, that, that process fell into place like seriously quick. Like we, from the time we started thinking we wanted to do it until we were closed was like seriously six weeks. And so wow. it was kind of a fun little thing to get that going. And, um, it's, it's a new process. Um, neither one of us have done it before. He seems to be kind of, a, has a knack for this a little bit more than me. I'm learning quite a bit, but, um, we got that going. And so that's going to be exciting. I think we're going to start working on really building a real estate portfolio. I think that's a very smart real estate. I mean, a really smart retirement investment. So now that we can kind of look at it a little bit easier, I think that, you know, that makes me a lot more willing to take a little bit of financial risk. I still am moving a little bit more into that part of my future self in trusting that the money will always be there. But in the past, I wouldn't have risked that at all. I wouldn't, I would have been like, no, I've got to have any money that I have for a down payment. I've got to keep that liquid. So that is huge. Go ahead. Is. No, it's just, it's just kind of an exciting place to kind of be. I can't say that there isn't that I'm totally um, in that trusting place yet, but when I get that nervousness that comes up, I'm generally pretty able to sit down and script for a few minutes and just say, okay, money will be there and this is what it's going to look like. This is what it's going to feel like. I've always had money. I've always been able to support myself and my family and I will always continue to be able to support my family and it doesn't necessarily have to be hard. So, you know, taking those risks are a little bit scary, but sometimes when you step into that and you start stepping into that trust, sometimes, you know, 
you can feel that nudge a little bit from your future self. And even though it's uncomfortable, I think that you can say it's still in alignment with who you want to be because you realize that sometimes those skills take a little bit of practice and you step into that and you act as if, okay, well, if I want to financially be secure in the future, I'm going to have to be comfortable with letting a nest egg go temporarily or tying it up into something that's not completely liquid. So I'm going to practice doing that and then I'm going to script my way. And so that acting as if a little bit, sometimes you have to practice that. And so I'm stepping into that. I've made a couple job changes um, since I started this, like in the past, you know, I have a job that's really flexible, but really intense. Just one of those where I pretty much from the time I start work until the time I get off work, I'm running at 110 miles an hour and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And so starting to think, you know, what kind of a job would, you know, maybe it's not as flexible as time, but yet it's not going to feel so intense. I'm not going to be so tired. And so um, as a nurse, I am stepping back into a hospital job where I get paid a little bit less, but it's kind of like there's downtime in the day mm -hmm. so that I have the energy to give to making those plans for the future that are more in alignment with what I want long-term. So yeah, I've been taking some risks and stepping into that. I can't say that there isn't any fear, but I have the skills to work through it and to get myself in an upward spiral if I get into that place. And that feels really good. Awesome. I love that. And I can tell you, um, yeah, I mean, I love so much about what you said is, you know, cause I love real estate and I love real estate investing and I totally get where you're, you know, when you have created a nest egg or a big amount and you're like, okay, I'm going to tie this up here and it's not going to be accessible. That's, that's not a minor thing. Right. Yeah. And the fact that you're able to do it and, and work through that is awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. And I love it because I think some people think it's not that you never have, the goal is to never have to sort of navigate fear again. Yeah. And fear is to keep us in check. Right. And so it's, you know, it just helps us like as our part of our guidance system and we just get to check in and be like, nope, I'm good. Like <laughs> this is who I want to be and this is why. And it's a great way to remind yourself. I love that you talked about how you can tap back into that who you want well, to be. I think, I think that it's really, I think it's really important to remember too, like as human beings, those, we have a spectrum of emotion, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's normal to have. And I think sometimes we can get into, especially if we're, you know, committed to personal development and, you know, growing, we can sometimes get into that mindset where I should never have fear again. I should never have anxiety again. I should always be able to manage anger or whatever. And that, you know, we, we have those normal human emotions and we feel like, oh no, I backslid. When really that isn't what it means at all. It means, you know what, I'm, I'm a normal human. And the, the cool thing is, is that I feel those emotions for just a minute and then I have the skills to get myself to a different place. I can use that as information to bridge myself to something different that I want rather than looking that as, oh my gosh, that's evidence that I haven't really grown the way I want to grow. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is good information for me. I'm going to use this to bridge me to a new place. And this is a normal part of being human. This is, this is part of what it is. And now I can take the skills that I have and I can 
transform it into a new place. I don't have to wallow here. I can feel it for a minute and I can move on. And so I don't get so scared of the fear. It's more like, okay, this is part of, you know, what a human being feels when you're doing something new, but I don't have to sit here and wallow in it and let it incapacitate me. I can use skills to use it as a bridge to say, maybe give me some information, say, well, what is it that I'm fearing right now? What do I need to do right now? Okay, maybe what I need to do is a little bit more research, but at the same time realize I'm not going to have 100%, you know, comfort in anything that I do. I mean, you know, if you feel 100% comfortable with any real estate investment, I think that you'd never invest, right? You right. have to take a little bit of a risk and say, but the cool thing is, is I get to grow. I'm growing now and where maybe... I got scared, you know, at step number three on the ladder. I've now expanded myself to where I'm not scared till step 20 because I've learned the skills where I can work myself into a different place. Yes. So it's exciting because you can use those things to be evidence of your growth rather than evidence that you haven't grown. I love it. And such a good explanation. And thank you for sharing all that because that is so important. And it's always, you're right. Like the people who wait to be a hundred percent sure and check in with everybody and know that this is right. Like never, they never invest. I, I watch people do it all the time. Um, because it's about managing that and really stepping into and all those things that you talked about. And I love it. It's so good. Um, and I love real estate. So anytime somebody is, Using my course and using those skills to invest in real estate is even more exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's really, to be honest, is where I learned a lot of how to grow bigger, right? Because then you get into these bigger things. And so in, you know, in the beginning, what feels like a big investment, you know, five years down the road probably won't be the big investment anymore. You'll be making bigger investments. And so right. you just keep stepping up that ladder. Right. Well, and I think the whole idea too, the, you know, like from the course that was exciting is you think about how your future self would be doing things and you act from that place. Right. Yes. And so a person who has money never, it's, it's not realistic to think they will never take a risk. Yes. And so stepping into that future self, you know, you say, okay, well, how can I step into that risk in a way that, you know, sometimes you're not going to go from, you know, risking $5,000 to risking a million dollars overnight, but maybe I can risk a little bit here. And then, like you said, you're going to grow bigger where I'm going to be investing in five years isn't going to be the same place. And I get to bridge that. And that's kind of an exciting feeling to think. I get to step into that, but I'm going to be growing all the way along and it's going to get easier. But when I can look at my future self and say, how am I going to be acting as my future self? How can I move toward that? All of a sudden, it doesn't feel like I have to make, I have to make all of these big, huge changes now. I get to just start moving into that place. And that's easy. You know, a little step in the right direction is easy. I can start acting from that future place, you know, in, you know, like you, like in the course, it talks about maybe just go have appetizers in a really expensive restaurant that would, your, some, would be some place that your future self would eat. And so I don't have to go and spend money that I don't have eating there, but I can step into that in a way that starts helping me feel what it's going to be like to be there. And that's really fun and really exciting and such a fun process. I love that. Yes, me too. Um, very cool. So what is, um, what are you manifesting next? Or do you have something that you're still stepping into? Do you have, you know, now that you can see a different yeah. money persona, 
So I don't really know what it's going to look like right now. Like I know I'm going to be somewhere different than I am now. What I don't know is exactly how that's going to be. And my typical behavior in the past is to make a plan and make an action plan and immediately start implementing it. And, you know, because it's uncomfortable sitting in th that place of unknowing. And so I'm kind of embracing right now that I don't know the how, and I don't really even know the what yet, but I think I'm going to sit here and and work on being in alignment, right? And yeah. when you get in that alignment, I think you get inspired action instead of spending all of your time chasing something that maybe really isn't going to take you where you want to be. When you get in that alignment, all of a sudden you start getting nudges from something bigger than you that help you make inspired action, which is more productive action. So instead of that chasing, that intensity, you get to kind of coast into it. Not that it will never be any work, but when you get that inspired action and you take inspired action, I think you go further with it. It's like, you know, you're on, I, I don't know, you're in, in, in something that makes that easier. You're on a bicycle rather than a scooter. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And so absolutely. I'm kind of just, I think where I'm sitting is I get to do something different than I've done before, which is don't go out and immediately start just, work, 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 sit here for a minute, get in alignment, listen to myself and take that inspired action. So that's kind of where I'm sitting and that's kind of a new place and I can't say it's comfortable, but at the same time, I feel comfortable knowing that that alignment's going to take me further in the long term. Does that make sense? It makes a hundred percent sense and it's so true and such a good explanation. And I love hearing that um, because it's the op it's the, I don't even think it's the opposite. Isn't the right term. It's, it's the not chasing, like you're not a yeah. chaser anymore. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I haven't not been a chaser. I mean, this is seriously such a new thing for me. So new, I would say probably summer, probably since I began the course. I mean, I've been a chaser my entire life. I've always, you know, like my current job, what most people do in a full day, they'll do 12 to 15 charts. I audit and code charts for home health. And I do normally 20 to 25 in the same day. Wow. I mean, that's, that's just been my personality. I've always been that way. And so this sitting back and getting myself in alignment and saying, I don't have to know right now. I can't say that I'm not a little bit chomping at the bit, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm saying I can sit here and let it percolate for just a minute. Yes. I love that. And so yeah. what would you say the title of your new money story is? You don't have to know everything right now and it's completely safe to step into trust Mm, safe to step into trust. I love that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Ah, and how does it feel to really be living that? I don't think we've touched on this very much. How does it feel to be in that space of trusting and safe? You know, it is so new to me. It's like this completely different experience for me that it's just like, 
you know, sometimes when you experience something completely new and you've never experienced it before and it's almost difficult to describe, it's kind of like trying to describe salt to someone who's never tasted it before and you've never really tasted it. It's really hard to kind of describe because I can't say it's, it's completely comfortable at the same time this the the allowing myself to be in alignment is a comforting feeling so it's kind of uncomfortable and comfortable at the same time does that make sense at all yes it makes total sense and so it's like you know trying to just embrace that i don't have to know everything right now and i'm going to sit here and it's going to be okay um is, is kind of a fun place to be because it's a new experience, but it's kind of like, I, I really believe that a person who is financially independent, you don't always know everything that's going to happen, but you're open to the new experience and you're open to stepping into it. And so it's kind of like, it feels like it's very much a part of my future self and I'm experiencing something I've never experienced to me experienced before, but it's, um, it's opening me up to a totally different type of experience, a totally different type of life, a totally different type and way of seeing things. And that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah, that's amazing. So exciting. So what advice would you give somebody who wants to change their money story and be able to welcome more money into their life? Man, all I can say is, is just do it. Like, don't think that you have to know every bit of how it's going to be how it's going to be done. Like believe that something can be different. Like I think sometimes we get stuck in a mindset that we don't believe that it can be different or we believe that we have to go back and undo all of the negative things that we have before we can move forward into creating something new. And it's just, I think just have, welcome that open, curious place that it doesn't have to be the way it is now. Yeah. You know, just embrace that openness, that curiosity, that it can be different. And I may not know exactly how that's going to happen yet, but it can be, and it can be fun in the process. It doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be transition overload. It can be this process where, I mean, seriously, I mean, those, some of the activities only took five minutes, but yet they created such a different impact for me. It wasn't hard. It was fun. It was exciting. And then it shifts you gradually into that new way of thinking. And so it doesn't have to be hard. And so I think some people resist change or they resist something new because they think it's going to be laborious and it doesn't have to be that way. Yes. And I love that. Um, any final thoughts you'd want to share with anyone about manifesting money or who feels stuck? You know, I think really it, it is just about, um, believing for a minute that it doesn't have to be the way it's always been. If you feel stuck, entertain the possibility that you don't have to feel stuck anymore and that it doesn't have to be hard to get unstuck. You know, sometimes really, you know, it's about just getting in alignment, like getting in alignment with something different in the future, like that whole scripting thing, like sit down and write, what even if you don't really know what you want it to look like yet, you can write what you want it to feel like. You Absolutely. can write, you know, how does your life, how is it going to feel? And then as you write about that and you start stepping into, okay, what can I do now to create those feelings in my life now? That creates more alignment. And then 
the inspired action to create that happens. And it isn't hard because it's inspired action. Absolutely. Um, one more thing before we say goodbye. I want to wish Jenny a happy birthday. We have the same birthday. Yes, sister from another mister. <laughs> That's right, which is so awesome. So um, a toast to another Leo and um, a very special day. So, yes, it was. Yes. So happy birthday. Thank, thank you so much. Happy birthday to you here. too. Yes. And thank you so much. That is uh, Jenny Phillips was just sharing her story with us. So thanks for being here. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn the step-by-step -step process to welcome more money into your life, go to manifest10k.com.